Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Getup, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings take us into Ezekiel chapter 44, and in the letter to the Romans, we begin chapter 9. The readings for today are set to an order for prime. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. God says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And we pray. Almighty God, you divide the day from the night. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet in the way of peace. And having done your will with cheerfulness while it is day, grant that when evening comes, we may rejoice in giving you thanks. Amen. The Old Testament reading, once again, is Ezekiel chapter 44, select verses. Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary that faces east, but it was closed. The Lord said to me, This gate must remain closed and not be opened. No man may enter through it, because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. Therefore, it is to remain closed. The prince, because he is the prince, may sit in it to eat food in the presence of the Lord. He must enter through the vestibule of the gateway, and he must go out the same way. Next, he brought me through the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked, and the glory of the Lord had filled the temple of the Lord, and I fell on my face. The Lord said this to me, Son of man, pay attention. Watch carefully and listen carefully to what I am telling you regarding all the regulations of the temple of the Lord and all the instructions concerning it. Pay attention to the entrance of the temple and to all the exits of the sanctuary. Say this to the rebellion, that is, to the house of Israel. This is what the Lord God says. There has been more than enough of all your abominations, O house of Israel. You even brought foreigners, uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh, into my sanctuary to desecrate it, into my own house, even while you were offering my food, namely the fat and the blood. In this way, they broke my covenant in addition to all your abominations. You have not faithfully guarded my holy things. Instead, you appointed others to be guards at my sanctuary, in your place. This is what the Lord God says. No foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh, may enter my sanctuary. No foreigner at all from those who are among the people of Israel. What's more, the Levites who went far from me when Israel strayed away, those who wandered away from me to follow their filthy idols, they must bear the consequences of their guilt. 
Nevertheless, the Levites shall be in my sanctuary, serving as guards over the gates of the temple and ministering in the temple. They shall slaughter the burnt offerings and the other sacrifices for the people. They shall stand before the people to serve them. But because they formerly served them in front of their filthy idols and became a stumbling block that made the house of Israel guilty, therefore I have raised my hand in an oath against them, declares the Lord God, and they must bear the consequences of their guilt. They may not approach me to serve as priests for me, nor may they approach any of my holy things or the most holy offerings. They must bear their shame and the consequences of the abominations that they committed. Yet I will make them guardians of the ministry of the temple, in charge of all the duties of the temple and of everything that has to be done in it. But the Levitical priests, who are the sons of Zadok, those who faithfully performed the duty of guarding the ministry of my sanctuary when the sons of Israel strayed away from me, they may approach me to serve me, and they may stand before me to offer the fat and the blood to me, declares the Lord God. They alone may enter my sanctuary, they alone may approach my table to minister to me, and they shall perform the duty of guarding the ministry of the temple for me. They are to teach my people the difference between the holy and the common, and make them knowledgeable in distinguishing the unclean from the clean. In case of a dispute, they are to officiate as judges, and they must render their judgment concerning that case on the basis of the precedence in my judgments. They must observe my instructions and my regulations regarding all my appointed festivals, and they must keep my Sabbaths holy. They must not go near a dead person and make themselves ceremonially unclean by doing so. Only in the case of father or mother, son or daughter, brother or unmarried sister may they make themselves unclean. After a priest has been purified, seven days must be counted off for him. On the day he enters into the sanctuary, into the inner courtyard to minister in the sanctuary, he must offer a sin offering for himself, declares the Lord God. This will be their inheritance. I am their inheritance. You must not give them property in Israel. I am their property. They may eat the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the restitution offerings, and every devoted thing in Israel will belong to them. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading is Romans chapter 9, the first 18 verses. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience testifies with me in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and continuous pain in my heart. For I almost wish that I myself could be cursed and separated from Christ in place of my brothers my relatives according to the flesh, those who are Israelites. Theirs are the adoption as sons, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, came the Christ, who is God over all, eternally blessed. Amen. This does not mean that God's word has failed. 
because not all who are descended from Israel are really Israel, and not all who are descended from Abraham are really his children. On the contrary, your line of descent will be traced through Isaac. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are counted as his descendants. For this is what the promise said, I will arrive at this set time, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebekah also had children by one man, our forefather Isaac. Even before the twins were born, or did anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in election might continue, not by works, but because of him who calls us, it was said to her, the older will serve the younger. Just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What will we say then? Does this mean that God is unjust? Absolutely not. For God says to Moses, I will show mercy to whom I show mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then, it does not depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. Indeed, the scripture says in regard to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I caused you to stand, that I may demonstrate my power in how I deal with you, and that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. So then, God shows mercy to whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires. This is the word of the Lord. We now confess the Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray that you would so guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, throughout all generations, forever and ever. 
Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.